You are listening to Spark Reunited, a series of shows celebrating 25 years of broadcasting on this student community radio station. Whether it was Utopia or Spark, the people featured on the station have made it into what it is today. You're listening to Season 1 of Spark Reunited. Everyone interviewed in this season attended the event for Spark's 25th birthday in November of 2022. In this episode, our guest is media production lecturer at the University of Sunderland, as well as freelance producer Jay Sykes. Hope you enjoy. Hello, I'm Jack Murphy, and you're listening to a special edition of Spark Content. I got the chance to speak with our very own Jay Sykes. Jay, uh, what are you doing here in Sunderland? You couldn't get rid of me. I'm still around. (laughs) Uh, I teach audio production, uh, specializing in audio dramas, audio documentaries, and podcasting within the team at the university. Do you want to just explain how you do? You do five jobs, really. Here or there, yeah, Yeah, depending on the day. So, like... (laughs) As well as teaching production. Yes. So I'm an academic teacher at the university. That's Correct. number one. one. Uh, number two is I am the programs director for a gallery based in Sunderland. Okay. The Hills Art Centre. Come visit. We've got some audio work by some of our students and graduates on display at the moment. Um, I am a freelance audio producer. So I work for different companies through that. Um, I make occasional BBC Radio 4 or 4 Extra documentaries with Andy Cartwright's Soundscape Productions. Yes. And also recently with Chantal Herbert's Sister Sounds as well. She's another graduate that you should speak to. She's awesome. And the fifth job is... What's the fifth job? Oh, yes. I do writing and online content creation for... um, I do course writing and on-camera talent for Foresight eLearning Creative, which are like an online e-learning brand. Really cool. Really cool. You also Quite varied. Got your, you, you have six jobs, though. Cause Do I? You're also a full-time amazing person. <laughs> oh, gosh. I try. And then um, I go home and go, oh, I can stop being amazing now. <laughs> On the SPAC 25, how did you enjoy that day? Like, how, Was it nice seeing people again for the first time? Because when did you graduate? I graduated first time from a bachelor's in 2013. And then from the Masters in 2014. Okay. So I didn't know many people there like really? from I mean, that studied at the same time as me. Okay. Lee there, Sevenoaks was. Yeah. but there, there was, So he was like the year above people, me. A lot of people knew you. Yes. But you didn't know a lot of people. Oh, no, I knew most people. I just mean from like the time oh, I was your, there. Or, okay. Yeah. Lauren studied a few years after me. I oh, actually taught it? Lauren. I think Lauren was like my first... Yeah, first she year was like, teaching. She was, yeah. So <laughs> when, you, when you graduated from the LA, how quickly did you start teaching? The next year. That is insane. Yeah, that's that's so that would be like me finishing this year and then the next year immediately start teaching people after they're like so it can happen maybe it's your future Jack maybe maybe maybe. you step out of here and like (laughs) fill in Caroline's shoes or something maybe (laughs) Uh, when Spark was uh, your station what were you doing like what was your involvement firstly with Spark um, I started presenting and I started presenting when I was a fresher. I was the first fresher on air because they had this thing where they invited in freshers who they'd met on nights out or whatever okay, to yeah. come on board the show um, and like have their own slot supervised. So I was the first person that year and I was quite proud of that. Okay. Back in 2010 when I started at Spark, it was the second year that it was going. And then I've been involved since then. I had a year out in my second year where I went to the States. I really loved that. Wow. But then I came back and... Where um, in the States? Illinois State University. Ooh. Ooh, I, I think that's really cool. I mean, like, I mean, <laughs> so it's, I loved it. It's, it's, it's. I'm really happy that I came over to Ireland. I came over from Ireland to to England to. You're Irish. Uh, maybe no. Yeah, I can you not tell. Um, so not a, not when I, when I came over, it was great to have a different environment. But I can imagine 
it's a lot more similar between Ireland and the UK mm. than UK compared to the USA. I imagine that must be a completely different culture. I know very little about Irish radio, to be honest. Well, like, yeah, but not even about the radio, just in terms of living. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just in terms of like the, the actual, like the, the standard of living and the culture and everything. Yeah. I think I, we're, I would some, only we're somewhat entwined because, of course, really? we, we did own them until like a few hundred years ago when they separated yeah. and oh, yes, claimed yes. independence. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I do feel like the system over there for radio and audio production is much more uh, oppositional and commercial. Yeah. And I, I hadn't experienced commercial radio properly at the university. I focused on community stuff until I went over there and then had some experience working at the commercial right. station that they had. Yeah, yeah. It was so restrictive in terms of what you can say and when. And I, it, also the machinery was quite outdated at over there you were putting in a cd every other song so there were two cd players that you had to like keep putting cds into it to keep the show going in 2016 now this is 2011 still like, you wouldn't be expected to use cds at that point surely no and i remember thinking wow we really have it easy with our play out system yeah, back well, over in spark i um, love the studios here i love the facilities it was yeah. such a, a good learning environment so uh, a lot of people obviously when they were visiting Sunderland again for the 25th anniversary mm. they would be asked how is it like to be back on the campus mm. how is it like I'd to never left how it was like, the yeah, same <laughs> yeah, I wanted to think of the maybe they've seen the old the old uh, the old studio compared to the new one but obviously you've seen all the, you know the, the gradual changes here and there being here since 2011 yeah which is uh, so you've you've actually had over 10 years in Sunderland you've yeah. had a, a testimonial already yeah I have and I've really enjoyed my time here I suppose I always wanted to live abroad but never did yeah. and suddenly found myself stuck in Sunderland yeah. it's alright but you know one day I'm still <laughs> I'll, I'll get out one day okay we don't want to lose you Jay but... oh bless you Jack uh, but I didn't I'd finish the answer to your previous question yeah here, when you were saying what was I doing at Spark so at some point I was doing social media management and at some point I was like a head of speech and then I had a show at one point which was called Best of Spark where I clipped up best of material from like everybody. That. And yeah, that's cool. Oh, I loved doing that. That was been a very fun show. Except for the fact that it was uh, at times hard to get people to send you material. Yeah. And you had to stay you on don't top. Want to, you don't want to do work that they should be doing for you but sometimes like you got to do the best you can for your show. Exactly. Um, obviously, you were on Spark as a presenter, researcher, mm-hmm. the whole line. But what specific skills did you actually gain from Spark that has now helped you as a tutor? So much. So much. I think the great thing about Spark and other things like it is it gives you the opportunity to be working in a real world setting continually. So it's not just a case of you're making this project that's due in December and spending months on it. You're making something that's going out the same day or tomorrow or next week or whatever. And you're in that constant cycle. Yeah. That kind of working I much prefer. And I think that it it helps get your brain into gear when you're always active you're always doing things you're always trying to make yeah. connections that constancy is important and yeah. I don't feel like usually within university settings that that constancy is always there because okay. of how deadlines are spread out Yeah. so Spark gave me a lot of rigmarole of, of like continual work that I think was really beneficial to me yeah um, not so as much as the states though my goodness they got you up at 6am to go work at the TV station and the show was going out at 12 o'clock so you had to prepare that 6 hours beforehand yep inside yep wow and it was great and you did that twice a week yeah. and I loved it and yeah. that again I think the more you can challenge people to like work like to, to those frameworks where it's demonstrating real world experience I think they're so valuable yeah just like Spark yeah yeah of course 
be becoming a lecturer was there a tutor I've been one for seven and a half years yeah. now and like, I'd love anything, to be a lecturer what, what, was there anything that Spark was there anything that influenced you when you were on Spark that uh, kind of direct you towards being a tutor was there or was it just you kind of you kind of fell into the role I felt I'd never thought about it yeah and then one day Andy Cartwright called me up and asked would I like to teach and I'd never until That's, that point yeah. given it a second thought and wow. Jack I was like yes yeah. yes please since you've been a tutor you've been critiquing some yeah. dramas yeah. has there ever been a drama that you could think of that you were there like that was really good mm-hmm. maybe has there ever been a drama that you've critiqued and they've actually sent it to the BBC and it's uh, been published or commissioned not to my knowledge we do have a student who's currently working in the BBC Scotland drama unit her name's Ellie Marsh and she's oh. wonderful Yeah. but I can't I, I don't know of an instance where a drama has gone on from there yeah. and then has real world publishing that is an area that I really should work on actually yeah. setting people up with industry thank oh, yeah. you for that Jack no that problem. impetus is important because we are a careers focused university we should exactly. be doing that all yes. the time yeah. we do that with docs <coughs> some of our docs have been published yeah. on BBC Radio People like um, Lewis Harrower, Chantal Herbert, Janie French, they've all been either pitching ideas through their degree that then make it onto radio, or they've been making ideas, in, uh, Stuart Russell as well, who've been making ideas in class and then it gets broadcast. Yeah. Um, which I think is super valuable. Like there's a, there's a program that my colleague Andy Cartwright runs called the Charles Parker Prize, and every year people can submit, if they're students or graduates of audio, submit up to 15 minutes um, uh, of a documentary piece and then the winners of those get played on Radio 4 and you get to work with mentors to yeah. polish the program and make it as good as it can be which is super valuable Yeah, there isn't something like that as far as I'm aware no. in our drama and no. we should have that what was your favourite memory as a student when you were here oh there's so many um, I guess my favourite module was always audio drama and I really loved making my audio dramas. Um, there was an old tutor here called Martin Jingler who I really adored and I worked with him and Andy on the audio drama and the advice and the feedback I got was wonderful and it was great to like make... I was always interested when I started university in theatre and in uh, media production and it was a great way of like combining both of those interests. Yes. And then, of course, um, like I, I went on to go win a New York Radio Award for the drama that I made in my in my... Um, master's year but my favourite piece of media that I ever made ever was in third year and it was just a simple drama about a coffee shop and a couple of couples that were clashing and I remember doing that and now I now I teach it and I love teaching it and I love doing that module like whether I'm on whether I'm a student or whether I'm a tutor it's just so much fun to create world and sound and I just want to be doing that for the rest of my life please for more episodes from former members of Sparking Utopia keep listening to Spark Reunited sparking your interest in media.